Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here, and boy am I excited for this next What's Cracking. We've got none other than our crack writer, Zeph Martinez, as he takes on and interviews Stefan and Gino from Elevator Game on Shudder. All this and more in the next What's Cracking. Hit it. Uh, well, hello, this is Zeb from What's Kraken, and I'm here with Gino Ananio and producer Stefan, Stefan uh, Bruner from Elevator Games. This meeting is being recorded. Got it. <laughs> um, and this comes out September 15th um, on Shudder. Anything that you want to correct there? Uh, everything I said accurate? Yeah, sounded okay to me. Yeah. All right, perfect. All right, perfect. Well... Uh, thank you guys for joining. Uh, how how have you been? How are you fine people? Good. Good. Very good. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, happy. All right. It's wonderful. Oh. Uh, and I bet excited because the movie's coming out soon. Very excited, oh, yeah. Soon. No, been been long waiting for this. Oh, right. Been a journey, yeah. So it's, it's, it's nice to actually see you come out. Yeah. Well, tell yeah, us a little bit. Go on. Sorry. No, no, go, go, go. no, tell us a little bit about that journey. So there was a long road ahead to get here. But yeah, I mean, we, we, we you know, we, we started um, we uh, with uh, um, picking up the screenplay in twenty uh, late twenty nineteen, um, and um, we were on a fast track to to move this into production rather efficiently. Uh, then COVID came. Mm. And uh, that sort of put everything on pause for like two years. Um, so that's why the journey was um, a bit longer than, than we had anticipated. Um, but we, we finally uh, got into production last year in May. In May and, um, you know, uh, a year and three months later, you know, here it is finally. You know, it's always, you know, it always takes longer than one wanted, wants to, right? Understood. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, let's start off with uh, Gino. Uh, now, you play Ryan Keaton. You mind telling us about this character? Yeah. Yeah, so Ryan came to me, I think, 2022, um, I believe. Yeah, it's 2023 now. So 20, yeah. Or, well, late 2021, early 2022. Um and he's a little bit awkward. He's uh, shy. He's an outcast compared to all the other characters in the group, and especially with um, his sister um, going missing. Um, his sister was and is his 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 best friend, at least I found. Um, mm -hmm. But he was so much fun to play and so much fun to be um, for when we were shooting, and very relatable as well. Which is yes. which is great, yeah. Absolutely. And then mm -hmm. St uh, Stefan, uh, how, do you, what do you hope that horror fans get out of Elevator Game, coming into it? Well, honestly, I just want I I'm I'm personally an, an enormous horror fan myself. Yes. I I want them to watch it, and I want them to have fun watching it, and just you know get a kick out of it. You know, it's um. It's, it was it was meant uh, it was made for that it was was made to be to be scary mm -hmm. and uh, and deliver some some rather shocking um, moments and um, I just want to have fun I always felt that you know the most satisfying horror experiences for me is when I like I just want to like uh, 
stand up, clap, and be super happy. Yeah, Absolutely. So that's if they do that, then I'd be and I'd be like static. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I think you were getting into really what resonated with you and the characters. So if you want to continue on mm-hmm. that path. Yeah, totally. It was just like, especially when when I work worked on Ryan, it was it was day in and and trying to figure out that one thing that that was making him go forward, like through the whole story and 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 what I could connect it to, and a lot of it was um, having his sister as like a best friend, and then imagining losing. Um, your best friend or losing your sister in general and not believing that she's gone and not coming to terms with with the grief and the loss of of that um whether she's gone or not or just trying to trying to connect to that and yeah just knowing that as as sappy as it is to say my sister is one of my best friends so um it was it was easy to connect to and then it was just fun playing like the socially awkward and Mm -hmm. uh the the um kind of like anxious and 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 not fully committing to um not for gino but for ryan um what he's trying to say and what he wants to say um but it was so much fun yeah just connecting to that and then finding it it felt like like a key unlocking unlocking the lock and then being like okay now we're gonna have fun now it's gonna be free on the day when we're filming and 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 doing that and it was just fun after after i got there the first day it was just like a snowball and we started playing and we started being creative and finding all these things together um yeah it was so much fun and seeing the other characters too and working off them and 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 playing with them was fun absolutely wonderfully put and stefan i read a little bit of your mission statement for fearworks and i was really fascinated by sort of combining the legacy of classical horror and sort of adding in sort of that that modern cultural and diversity setting so how do you feel elevator game achieves that mission statement uh is it i mean is it fully what we what we wanted to really drive home that that diversity aspect uh probably not but we are um very happy with it as a first step um Toward that, um, we, we are very happy that we, we found one of the few um, female horror directors um, that are working in the genre. Um, we have a, a still um, rather diverse cast. And um, in that respect, and of course, we are, we are dealing with, a, with an internet urban legend that, is, yes. that originated in East Asia, Korea, or in Japan, it's not super clear. Um, but um, but what we definitely um, will keep doing, we will keep pushing that. I think for, for us it was always a, the 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 horror genre for the longest time felt felt like um, uh, straight white men's genre. It's like uh, in terms of the filmmakers who, who delivered uh, horror in the past, and and um, and that has that has been changing uh, in recent years, and we feel. You know, we, we really wanna we really wanna um, push that even further, and and it's not a, it's, it's not it's not a, it's not something we want to do because because Hollywood tells us that we need to be more diverse. Um, I believe strongly that um, the coolest 
horror stories, untold stories, you know, can be found in in parts of the world that that um, are not on on most Americans' radar, um, like uh, the Middle East and Asia, South America. There's so many top stories to be told from from these parts of the world that can still be told in a in a very contemporary, very like um, in a way that it's still very accessible for um, Western audiences. Um, and you do that with the right diverse cast and crew. I think I think you, you really have gold uh, on your hands. So that's 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 what we set out to do, um, and that's what we want to keep um, keep doing. Absolutely. And Gino, mm-hmm. knowing that this is an urban legend, did you know that going in? Uh, did that influence your performance at all? Um. I did know that going in, uh, which made me a lot more attracted to it. And then reading up on it and seeing where it originated from, um, I yeah, I was just completely attracted to it. Um, as for performance sake, and and did it change anything? Um, maybe a little bit, but I kind of um, approached this how how. Um, how I would as as um, as an actor and how I usually uh, approach other performances, but it, it, I reading up on it and doing the research on on the game and and where it came from that was that was probably w- what affected it the most. Absolutely. <clears throat> and Stefan, the other elements to your mission statement, from what I see, is that legacy of classic horror, sort of evoking that creativity and ingenuity. I imagine. So, uh, where do you feel? How do you feel you achieved that in Elevator Game and and through FearWorks itself? Uh, again, I think I think we we we're off to a good start yes. um, with Elevator Game. You know that if the, the the first the first movie or after you've set up company is always a bit of a challenge on so many different levels. Absolutely. Um, I think we did a we did a fine job. Um, but again, same as diversity, this is something we'd really like to to keep pushing for, you know, as as we um, move into our next projects. Understood. And Gino, what out of all the sh- shots that you can talk about, sort of, what was the most rewarding experience in terms of uh, a scene or a performance that you can bring up? I suppose. Wow. <laughs> um, just so you just like because it was a year year and a half ago filming everything just started flooding back in uh, of just just scenes and shots because there's so many that popped out especially through what we filmed um, oh man um, I loved our first first week of filming um, I think three days in um, when we we filmed i was finally introduced to the fifth floor woman for the first time and that was uh so cool seeing her on set and seeing her just around set because how it's how it's um like laid out it it, you cross paths with different actors and different stuff like that but seeing her for the first time just on set and around set um was was cool to see what she looked like for the first time ever. 
Absolutely, that makes perfect sense. The the monster really makes the film. Sorry, sorry, and I just want to add and uh, see her in full makeup and and see her move. She is uh, Samantha Hollis. She's like, uh, I mean, she she is an impressive uh, lady in terms of uh, what she can do with her body. Um, And when you see that for Mm. the first time in full makeup, that is that is something. Yeah, I remember. I remember eating, eating lunch, and I was just oh. much like this. And I look up, and I just see her, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm, I'm not hungry anymore. This is terrifying." <laughs> That's always a good but, sign. <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Yeah, there's so many great scenes that that I fell in love with. Or you, like you read it, you read the script, you fall in love with the script, and then you. You're there on the day shooting and seeing what that world looks like, and you, and what your imagination did beforehand versus actually being in it. And yeah, every every scene I, I love so much. Wonderful. Maybe that's cliche to say, but um, yeah, probably seeing the fifth floor woman. That was so. I I bet I imagine that. Well, I do believe we're coming sort of to our natural ends. I know you guys are busy, so any sort of final thoughts that you want to communicate to the audience? I think people just should go in and have fun. Honestly, that's what it was intended for. So, you know, and then they can play the game afterwards (laughs) and report back what happened. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, enjoy it, play the game, have fun. Have fun. Be safe. All right. Well, thank you for for having me. Thank you for your time. And it's lovely getting to know you people. And again, uh, Elevator Games, September 15th, on Shutter. Watch it, view it, uh, see for yourself. All right. Thanks a lot, Seth. Of course. Thank you for your time, both of you. Bye.